Hey, this is Joe Castiglione, and you're listening to Not Another Sox Podcast with Matt Caval, Matt LeBeau, and Jack Webster. Can you believe it? I just came to say goodbye. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Buenas noches, amigos, and welcome to episode 26 of Not Another Socks podcast. Uh, I'm Jack Webster here with Matt Galveo, Matt LeBeau. This fucking sucks! <laughs> uh, man, that was probably the most fitting intro I think we've ever had yeah, on I, any I, I episode. I literally went over this one in my head. I was like, there's no other. I can't start this energy, the show with high energy today. It's just, no. God fucking damn it. Yeah. It's about as uh, as low energy as you can get right now. Um, yeah, we're, this, is, uh, this is not good. This is not good. Um, we're trending in a very poor direction the orioles are right on our asses right now which is never a good thing and uh yeah it's uh it's getting pretty pretty bad at uh you know up here in uh in the boston area <sighs> well yeah i mean we're like i would say we're at work like we're like actors in a sense we, we put on a brave face come on here like we don't want to we don't want to be here <laughs> no one wants to be here this is brutal. This is grotesque. It's nine o'clock on a Sunday. I, you know, it's, I just woke up from a nap and the Red Sox make me absolutely want to blow my brain down. I actually hate the Red Sox. I don't think they exist currently. I'm refusing they exist, but like we can only do so much. Like I, I like I'm, I'm genuinely sad. Like I, I'm very, very sad about the Red Sox and, um, it's, it's really, it really sucks. It really sucks right now. You know, like they this. Were, yeah. Yeah, this sucks. This sucks. This sucks. This sucks. I mean, there was so much. It it sucks even worse because there was so much positivity heading into this season, you know, after, um, you know, the nice run that we had in the playoffs last year, you know, all the way to the uh, the ALCS. And um, and there was a lot of hype around this team. You know, uh, obviously it was, you know, they deserved it. They deserved the hype. You know, they they played well, um, you know, at the end of last year and. Made a run, and you know we had a lot of the similar pieces come in um, into this year. You know, you you got your pretty much your core still here, um, and you know they just really haven't uh, haven't uh, you know measured up to what the expectations have been coming into this year. Obviously, you know, like I mentioned before, the Orioles are are right behind us, which is never a good thing. And I mean, it's not where you want to be right now. Um, you know, you drop a series to them, uh, this weekend, which is never a good thing. Um, and yeah, things are, are not looking great. Um, you know, a lot of mistakes, uh, were made this past week and, and just sloppy, sloppy play, um, by the team, which is not something that you want to see, uh, right now. So it's really hard to be, to be positive, um, about this team and, uh, just not looking good right now. And, uh. Hopefully we can get a nice little turnaround at some point. Yeah, I mean, like you kind of mentioned it. What the fuck happened between, you know, dancing on my own and being two games away from the World Series to, you know, being beaten by the Baltimore Orioles 
in a best of three series and really, you know, um, all three games were completely winnable. Obviously, that series in Toronto sucked, too. Uh, but, you know, that one to the Orioles, you needed to sweep and to really even only get that one game out of it that, you know, made you sweat bullets even really just gives you a, a sour taste to end April. Yeah. Wow. Um, and, and, and I think it, it's like, yeah, it hurts worse when you think like back to October back to you know the lockout and we waited so long and we were hoping for a season i wish it was i wish it was still lockout yeah like i, I wish I, we were doing the chilies episode right now yeah no absolutely i wish i know i literally wish we were like like cooking up one of those special episodes for the, honestly it, it's just like i love baseball it's great to have baseball but i mean there's there's no way to sugarcoat this like this is this is hard as a fan you know like you you want to stick by your team you want to watch them every night but like dude every night is just something ridiculous some bullshit it's just some bullshit every night and it uh it's just like no 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 end in sight you know and and i'm not ready to give up obviously yeah i mean it's incredibly early but the, the way this team has performed has been like very, 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 very frustrating. And I think that maybe it's possible that the bottom of the lineup is worse than we thought. You know, like it's, 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 it's possible that that is actually the issue. And that is a long-term issue that yeah. won't be addressed <laughs> until some of these guys get replaced. Uh, it's possible that Christian Vasquez is not an MLB off player. It's possible that Bobby, Bobby Dahlbeck's not an MLB player. Uh, which uh, that's growing more increasingly more like the case. Um, it's possible that, you know, Christian Arroyo's not an MLB player. Jackie Bradley's not an MLB player. Um, these are all things that maybe, maybe this is just these guys like last year, last chance. And it's like, maybe this, it's just not for them. You know, maybe Christian Vasquez is a lefty. I don't know, <laughs> but watching him hit is brutal. And then he forgot how many outs there were. Like, that, he, yeah, they they that was unforgivable today. And that's the thing. Like, you you be guy. All right, like, I, dude, if you hit thirty eight home runs and you get on base at like a four hundred clip and drive in like one hundred and twenty RBIs, dude, I don't care if you think how many outs are. I don't care if you think you're in fucking London. It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. You're hitting bombs and you're one of the best offensive players in the league. When you barely hit, like. Like when your OPS is like 500, you better fucking know how many outs there are when you're in the field. Like you better fucking know. Like you absolutely should know. And he is the worst hitter on the team, and he's supposed to be like there for defense. And you forget how many outs there are, dude. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Unbe- unbelievable. Yeah. No, I honestly wished uh, Alex Cora took him out of the game right then. Like. It really would have sent a message that, like, these types of errors are just not okay right now. And you don't want to embarrass the guy, but, like, he's one of the longest tenured players on the team right now. He needs to be setting that example. And I think he would have even understood if he got taken out of the game for making that huge a mistake when runs have been so scarce over the last few games. Yeah, no, exactly. Especially, like you mentioned, Jack, the way things have been going, like, you know... 
when when things are going as badly as they are right now, you know, it, it's those little details that need to be cleaned up and that you you really can't afford to make mistakes on because, I mean, uh, you know, the offense have, has been uh, pretty scarce, um, you know, as of late. And, um, you know, if you're giving up runs and, and you're forgetting, you know, how many outs there are, uh, you know, at, at any given point in an inning, like that's just mistakes that just can't happen. Um, especially like you mentioned, Jack, too, from a veteran guy, a guy that's been around the team for a long time. Um, you know, it starts from those guys and it trickles down to, you know, you know, some of the younger guys. And when, when a veteran guy is making mistakes like that, you know, that just, it just can't happen. And it's, uh, it's unfortunate and did, and, you know, something's definitely going to have to happen with the, with the bottom of the lineup here, because it's, uh, it's getting pretty brutal right now. And it, and it showed this, you know, this last week for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's not only the bottom of the lineup right now. It's really just about everybody. You guys are getting on yep. base, just not driving anybody in. So, it's you know, as bad as the bottom of the order has been, too, it's not like it, the top of the order really has done too much either. Right. And, and dude, like, my biggest fear is, and I'm obviously I'm not looking too far into the future because we have a lot of fish to fry with this season. Like, there's still a lot that needs to be done and there's a lot that they can improve on and this season's not over but like dude you look toward next year and it's like what happens if they do lose bogarts like how, how will they how will they come back how do you come back from how, how do you come back from that like how do you the lineup how it is now is suffocating and then what happens if bogarts doesn't come back and it's like holy shit now like you have what's your solution for next year at middle infield, like second base, you know, you Trevor story moves over to shortstop. That's great. But second base, like one of your, I mean, Nick York isn't ready yet. Nope. Like, you're not like, dude, I just, it, and, and that's the thing. That's the other thing. It's like, this is the year because you, you have a lot of uncertainty past this year with Bogarts. And then, Devers after that and it's like you need to make this year count so I don't know I just I just wish that maybe there was a little more foresight in seeing that like these guys obviously just aren't ready to be a part of a, a world championship team like they're just not some of them are and there's some of them are you know but um, I think the top of the lineup I feel figure it out I think guys like Trevor Story will figure it out I think you know Alex Verdugo will be fine I think JD Martinez will be fine um Bogarts is excellent and Devers is excellent and they're going to continue to be excellent. But is it going to be enough to combat how terrible the bottom of the lineup really is? I don't know. I don't know. It's a wait and see. And even a guy like Kike has been struggling, uh, struggling a lot lately as well. So he's a guy that you want to start getting hot because when he, like we've said it before, when he gets hot, you know, he can be one of the, the hottest hitters in the league. We saw it last year too. And, you know, I think um, I think we mentioned it before, maybe last episode, too, is when a guy like him gets hot, it seems to trickle throughout the lineup, um, you know, like we saw last year in the playoffs. And I think, you know, maybe a key to this is if he can get hot, maybe other guys start start picking it up as well. But I mean, he he's definitely a guy that's been struggling for sure out of the gate. Mm hmm. 
Yep. Yeah. It really feels like we just haven't had that moment in a game where, you know, we hit a go-ahead home run late and, you know, everybody's celebrating and having a good time. It really feels like we just haven't had that type of, you know, rally together type of... Like a feel-good moment for the offense. Yeah, exactly. And there's been plenty of opportunities. There's been plenty of opportunities to, you know, have a late-inning comeback that just kind of go to waste. And, you know, we've hit two or three home runs over the last two weeks now. Half of them haven't even meant anything. And uh, the one I want to talk about today is that JD Grand Slam in the ninth. You know, I think everybody just about turned off their TV at that point. But, like, the fact that they bothered to do the home run cart on, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of that. Like, that might be the only time I'm not. No, absolutely. I, I, I think, like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they're still having fun because I, you, I'm sure as fuck not. And, like, I think that that's, that's nice to see to an extent to keep the tradition even in a blowout. But, like, dude, you, you're, you're losing I mean, you lose them to the Orioles. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it's not like it's, this isn't the fucking 98 Yankees, the 01 Mariners or fucking, you know, like this, this, this is, this is the Orioles. Like you're, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, it is tough to see as a fan. It's like, like, yeah, okay. I mean, they're having fun. Sure. That's great. But dude, like we're not, I think we're not at all. It's. It, it's, it's like it, it's it gives you a headache to watch. It's almost kind of one of those things where it's just like, all right, guys, like read read the room here. Like, uh, you know, things haven't been going uh, swimmingly exactly, but uh, you know, yeah, that that was definitely a tough look. And it, that that you know that <clears throat> grand slam by JD, it's just like, dude, like where where is this offense like when it when it means something during the game, like. Not just some, you know, garbage time, uh, you know, garbage time grand slam that it's like, yeah, it's nice. I mean, it, it's nice to see, a, you know, it's nice to see them hit the ball. But I mean, it's like at the end of the game, it means nothing. You're still down by four, too. Um, so it's not like it even put you in a in a position where you could still win. I mean, you're, it, there was what, like one out or two outs uh, when he hit that. And, you know, it's just like, dude, you're still down by four runs. Like, let's just say. There's guys on this team that haven't had an important extra base hit since September, October of last year. Like that's like it's not not like yeah, all right, they've had extra base hits, sure, but an important extra base hit. We are now over well almost twenty five games into twenty twenty two, and there are some guys that haven't had an extra like a really, really important extra raise hit in like a long, long time. Like that's I mean you like cattle. I'm not talking like I'm not talking Bobby Dahlbacks and and you know Kirsten Royals. I'm talking about like catalysts on this team. Like like important guys. And that's that's where it, it really hurts you. Like yeah. That's where you really get hurt. Like Kike, like I I I mean I Kike, I think he had a good year last year. Obviously, I don't know how good of a player he is. I don't know if he's a like a top lineup guy. I just don't like at this point. Last year he showed he he was, but it was that just a one year thing. So, um, I mean, I got faith in him to turn it around, but 
like, I mean, it seems like he was turning on the ball last year. Like he was exploding on the baseball. Anything inside, anything in the inner half, he was absolutely just crushing. And this year, he's just like, he's been he's been doing that, and then it's been like 100 feet foul, you know. Like he's had he's had like the most like foul ball home runs on the team. <laughs> in the league. In the league, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, even, you know, he hasn't, yeah, like you're saying, he hasn't really had a big hit. Trevor Story had that one uh, go-ahead double in Toronto that didn't end up really meaning anything. Uh, He's just looking for his first bomb, honestly, at this point. Yeah, I know. It, hope, you know, hopefully this homestand had been saying it the last few homestands yeah. now. But, you know, maybe get that first one at Fenway uh, facing the Angels this week. Maybe off Otani, like a good pitcher or something yeah. like that. And, uh, you know, really kind of get the ball started to roll. You know, obviously he hasn't had the best start. I, I think all of us still, you know, have plenty of faith in him. Uh, I'm not worried about him, but, you know, it's not ideal. And, you know, obviously he had that whole situation to start off the year with having the kid and then getting food poisoning and then just minor injuries here and there. So I feel like once he actually starts getting a little bit more of a rhythm, then we'll start seeing more of that player that he was in Colorado for most of his career. Yeah, as you know, Jack, don't eat the bell from Taco Bell because yeah. <laughs> that'll put you that'll put you behind the eight ball to start the season. Yeah, I ate some of that at Bally and uh, New York Pizza. That was so authentic that uh, <laughs> it made him shit his pants for three days. He ate Sabaro's pizza. Yeah. <laughs> don't get the grand at Grand Central Station. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I mean, I agree. He's had some ups and downs. He's had some obstacles, and I, like I, I don't, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. You know, like I, I think that the way this team is set up, and the way that they should be set up, and especially like given the payroll, that if you know maybe like him and JD aren't getting those those clutch hits, driving in those runs that you want them to then other guys on the team should be able to pick them up and they should be able to tread water. But, I mean, that just hasn't been the case. Like, if they're doing bad, they should be, like, like if two if two of those guys are doing bad, then they should be, like, like a 500 team, you know. But yeah. right now, you know, they're, what, 9 and 14? Is, that, is it 9 and 14? Yeah. 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 So that's, they're they're below 500. So it's like, you know, it's hard to it's hard to justify it. It's it's hard to say like it's hard to put the blame on one person, but it is um it's definitely on it's on it's on everyone but Bogarts and, and maybe you know Devers, I guess. I don't know. Uh I mean, yeah, I mean on the other side of the coin, you know, your uh, our pitching has been really keeping us in a lot of these games, you know, kinda got blown out after the uh, rain delay today, but I mean, two runs and the one was unearned. One run, one run, uh, one run. Oh, and that's over just the last few games. I mean, you these are winnable. These are you know, yeah. there's no reason when you give up five six runs over the course of four or five days, you should be losing most of those games. But there's you got the one uh, that awful walk off uh, from the air the other night. I mean, it it just hasn't not, you know, ever felt like uh, we've 
been in striking range for a lot of these games to really like blow it out of the water. It's just never been that situation. Yeah. And especially the one that you hate to see you, Jack, like you mentioned, was that uh, the game last night with uh, with Avaldi and just how well he pitched. I mean, if he pitches that well, I mean, that's a game that you got to win, especially against the Orioles. Um, you know, it, it seems like this year we haven't really gotten like a game where like both sides of the ball have clicked where it's like we either get like a dominant pitching performance and the offense doesn't show up or like the offense shows up, but then the pitching isn't there either. And then you kind of lose, um, you know, and, and you kind of lose like a, almost like a shootout uh, type of game. And um, yeah, it seems like we really haven't had both sides of the ball click at the same time this season, which I mean, that's something that you're definitely looking for um, at some point to kind of jumpstart something for this team. Yeah. And I mean, the, the seven one game, it was like, that was the one. And after that, I was like, all right, maybe this is something to build on. Um, and then that next game was the. Uh, what happened in zero that one? They, yeah. Yes, they came out and they got fucking goose egged in a day game after a night game. And it was like, shit, like, all right, I, I here, here's another thing. I, I think the idea of you know, mixing and matching different things and giving guys days off works really well. But when you're in a slump, it's like you got to, you, you literally have to throw your best guys out there every single night yeah. until the team figures it out every single night. Like you, you can't, yeah. you just can't get these, give these guys a fucking day off. Like, I'm sorry. Like you, you, you just can't, uh, you, you, if you want to, you can't manage like a 2018 when you're, when you're suffocating, like that works when you're, you know, playing good baseball and you're, you know, you're in a rhythm and you're getting guys days off. But, I mean, you, you kind of need a win against a divisional opponent and you have Kike Hernandez hitting fourth, like, in a day game after a night game. And, I mean, fuck, you don't have J.D. That was uh, J.D. It was, I think, what, who else? Uh, Bogarts was off that day. Well, yeah, yeah but, uh, well, that was, the day after he went four for four with the walk, he right. got up. So you, you needed that. That like that's a guy that you know could have at least driven in one run or scored a run that game. That you know maybe gave you a better chance, but he got one at bat off the bench and it didn't even end up mattering. That, yeah, that was another thing I wanted to bring up. So he literally had three hits and four, got his hat. Four. four hits. Four hits. Sorry. Sorry, four hits. Don't shortchange the man. Right. Yeah. But, and he got his average up to like 400. And then Cora was like, oh, you're, you know, you're sitting. And, and that's fine. Like I said, if it's July, August, September, and you're like in a playoff spot, that's totally cool. Like, give him, give him a day off. He's earned it. I don't understand this whole fucking, <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous. Like, they, do they they like pressured everyone to get vaccinated for the Toronto series, which yeah. totally am in support of everyone being vaccinated on the Red Sox and in general, but like get vaccinated for the Toronto series, get vaccinated for the Toronto series. And then they play well and then you're like, no, nah, you're on the bench. Sorry. You're out. Like we, we want we want to give him a day off because of the, the, the turf. Dude, fuck you. Like, fuck you. What do you mean the fucking turf? The uh, fucking Blue Jays play eighty one games. On this yeah. fucking turf. 
you're 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 literally suffocating and you're five games behind the Yankees and you have one fucking good game. They're like, no, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna give our best player a day off who's hitting four hundred after a four hit game. Like, dude, no, no. Play. Play yeah. until you get out of it. And everybody plays every single fucking game until you get out of it. Like, this isn't the fucking NBA. Jesus Christ. Play. <laughs> Load management. Load management. Yeah, we're big Alex Cora fans, but, you know, even right now, you know, he was out during that uh, series in Tampa Bay uh, when he had COVID and everything. But it hasn't really seemed like, you know, quite as many moves have at least clicked this year. Uh, you know, we, we still ca- uh, trust him as the captain of the ship. But what I'm thinking, you know, the biggest thing that's changed for him over, you know, the last few years now is the beard. I don't think he can manage with the beard. <laughs> I think he needs to shave it off in order yeah. to, you know, kind of get that uh, previous year's mojos back. I don't know. I think now is the time to, you know, mix it up a little bit yeah. and uh, really, you know, try to turn over a new page. And I think shaving might actually do that for him. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong. Like the, some of the in-game moves that were made, like I don't like I, I don't blame Cora for that because he wasn't managing. But the lineup was the, the lineup cards in his hand, whether he, unless he is in a coma or dead. Like right. he's gonna he's making the lineup and he's right. saying who sits, who starts, and like it's it's his. So like yeah, Will Venable's not making out the lineup. Like it's it's Alex Cora. And if Bogarts is sitting after a four hit game, then like I mean, you're watching the games. I know you have you're sick, whatever, you're in a hotel room, but you're 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 watching the games. I mean you saw Bogart get four fucking hits, like Play the man. Yeah. Jack's watching fucking porn up. <laughs> he's got a. Uh, uh, I think he's got the uh, the pop ups going on his laptop. I don't know. He got to get the malware. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I got distracted. Uh, oh, it's alright. This team is just fucking driven me up a goddamn wall. I feel you. Well. We we did have a positive. I mean, this week uh, we got uh, Travis Shaw no longer on, on the team. Yes. So yes. that that yeah. that's big news for us. You know, we were we were pushing for that. I mean, listen, he. I mean, what was he at? Like oh for nineteen to start the year or something like With that. Like I mean, a, a ton of K's as well. Yeah. Like he did not even look competent in any at bat that he had. Yeah, and he didn't get hit in spring training either. Or either. So I was like. Yeah, I mean, you're going to the, if I could see if he was setting the world on fire in spring training, and it was like, well, a guy looked good in spring. He didn't get a hit all spring, and they they even like I think he was only like, oh for twenty four in spring training. <laughs> I mean, dude, at I that think point, he got like, exactly like one or two. Like he 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 was like, it it made it even worse that he got one or two because then you could see he was like oh point seven two yeah or some shit as opposed to just zero zero. Like oh maybe he's only gotten three at bats. Like no, he's gotten at least ten at bats, and you know it's under that point one mark. Yeah, and, and trust me, Travis Shaw. I mean, he had a uh, you know a great run in the major leagues for a guy that looked like at the beginning of his career was going to be a, like a career minor leaguer, and then broke his way into the major leagues and did fantastic with the Red Sox. And then in 2017 and 2018 was awesome with the Brewers. Um, he's just done, you know. He's just he's just done. So. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad he's off the team. 
I don't I don't ever like to like call for a man's job unless your name's fucking Dave O'Brien. Then I don't <laughs> like to ever like, you know, tell someone that you shouldn't have a job. But I mean, Travis Shaw did not deserve to have a job, did not. And I thought that was going to like be like a little bit of a wake up call for the team. Be like, hey, like no one's job is safe. Yeah. Like start playing well because no one's job is safe. Honestly, I would love to see the Red Sox get rid of Christian Vasquez. Honestly, like they're not going to, but yeah, they're not going to. No, they're not going to because like he's such a he's 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 a staple. And I think that'll be a huge wake up call to everyone and be like, wow, if a guy's gone, like, dude, you don't hit well, then you don't you don't play like you don't hit well, you don't play, period. That's it. Yeah, I mean, another guy, I mean, that's just really struggling, Bobby Dahlbeck. You have to replace him with Franchi Cordero, and I mean, you know, he's been doing well in Worcester this year, but still Franchi Cordero. And I think, you know, uh, the conversation has started to move towards Cassis. I think, you know, we all have our own opinions on that. You know, obviously, he's only played a handful of games in AAA um, you know, part of that time was missed because of the Olympics and everything, but, uh, you know, you kind of have to look at all the options that you have, especially when you have negative production coming from your first baseman. Yeah. I mean, at this point, Casas has played m- much more AAA games than Bobby Dahlbeck, which is crazy. Just about the, the same, time. actually. Yeah. No, more. He's played more. Yeah, he's played more, but only about like three or four. Yeah. I don't know if Bobby Dalbeck ever did did Bobby Dalbeck ever play in AAA? Yeah, he played 30 games. I looked it up because I, I wasn't even sure because, you know, he came up during 2020 when it was all those inner squad camps down at McCoy Stadium while they're doing COVID testing in the parking lot. Um and then he gets called up from there and I mean, you kind of see, you know, the non-seasoning that he kind of got uh because of that situation. And, you know, he's striking out over 30% of the time. That only that one home run in Yankee Stadium, so he's not even really doing well. And he's not even hitting lefties at all either. And that's the thing that's most discouraging because that's really is what he's all supposed to be doing right now. Right, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, at this point, like, I don't think I don't think you should call Casas up for, like, and, and be like, hey, you you need to fix the first base position. Like I don't think that's fair. I think you need to work him in. I think his career is much more important than that. And I don't think like like trying to salvage twenty twenty two is the reason to call up Tristan Cassis. But I mean, at some point this year, if Dahlbeck is still struggling, then he, he is gonna he's gonna get called up. I think I think the earliest it'll be it'll be June. So I don't think it'll be this month. So We'll see, but I can't see it being this month. It's not going to be this month. It's probably going to be July or August or even September. But I, it, I, it, you have to start thinking about that long term now since, you know, you can't give uh, Bobby Dalbeck the keys to the car for the rest of the season, kind of like you rode that wave last year through his ups and downs. There's going to be a little bit more pressure because there's other options. And, you know, maybe even, let's say, if Cassis isn't ready, there's 100 first basemen that you can get out there. You can right. sign Mitch. You can sign uh, Mitch Moreland right now. You can right sign now. him tomorrow. <laughs> you can sign him tomorrow. 
And, right now. you know, he, he could probably get you more production out of first base than Bobby Dahlbeck's going to be doing right now. Yep. And, I mean, like, now now you have Franchi who can platoon with Dahlbeck. But, like, if you didn't, then, I mean, at this point, Mitch Moreland would be, a, like, the guy to play against righties and Dahlbeck would just play against lefties. But I don't like, – like you said, Dahlbeck's not even hitting against lefties. So it's it's like – and it's, it's a small sample size. It's like it is. 16 no, it is. at bat. So I, I do think he can hit lefties, especially if that's exactly his role. But um, I, I really can't, uh, you know, justify giving him the bulk of playing time at first base right now. No, I agree. Yeah, you, know, you definitely can. I mean, <clears throat> and like you said, Jack, you, you had texted the uh, group chat a, uh, a couple of days ago, and I think it's time to definitely start shaking things up a little bit. Um, you know, maybe bringing up a guy like Cassius, um, you know, or or Moreland. Um, there's one of the guys that have played well, um, you know, too. Uh, maybe not even not obviously not at the first base position, but a guy like Jaron Duran's been playing really well there. So you can, you know, he's you know an option that you can bring up if you just want to shake things up. I mean, he's he's played well. I think the other night he went like four for five, something like that. Um, yeah, with a home run and a triple. Yeah. So, I mean, even a guy like that, you know, he's been up here um, in the past, too. So even if you just want to shake things up in the lineup, um, you know, he's even an option as well. And, you know, he's a guy that we were looking at earlier, um, you know, this spring um, as a guy that could potentially make an impact, um, you know, up up in the majors. So, um, you know, he's also an option, too. Um, You know, if you're looking to, you know, just do something with the lineup just to try to get something going, you have you have a couple options. So. Um, that, you know, the door is open for that as well. Yeah. I mean, JBJ, like, I think that he's a great option on this team for defensive purposes, but Jaron Duran is right there and he's going to offer you pretty much the same thing offensively, if not a little bit better. And you'll get him moving in the right direction, which is to be a major league outfielder at some point. So, I mean, Jackie Bradley Jr., like, you want to play, play well. Like, I don't, I mean, and he hasn't, honestly, Jackie hasn't even been the issue. Like, Jackie's played like how Jackie would play. Like, he, I mean, that's pretty much been expected. He's a 200 hitter, and he plays great defense, and he's going to hit toward the bottom of the lineup. It's not, it's not his fault. It's, you can't have five of those guys. Right. Or four of those guys. You, just, you can have one, but you can't have four. Yeah, it feels like JBJ should kind of be that fourth outfielder. And, I mean, you don't really have even a third outfielder, so he is your third outfielder. Right. Uh, so, you know, a guy like Jaron Duran, you might, you know, try giving him a chance if he stays hot in Worcester. Um, you know, maybe even try Bobby Dahlbeck out there a little bit. I think, we, you know, we've mentioned that before with the speed he can play. So he's at least somebody that, you know, you might put in against a left-handed pitcher when JBJ's out and uh, or Alex Verdugo needs a day off in left field. So I, it, something needs to get shaken up a little bit with this team. You know, they called up that guy, uh, what was it, Hill or Hall, that they ended up just sending back down anyways. But there needs to be some type of actual transaction in a way that yeah. sets a state. Exactly. I mean... That might come from, um, you know, maybe a signing. You know, you also have the option 
um, in the trade market as well at some point this season. Um, you know, you can look at, you know, bringing in a first baseman, um, you know, or, or whatever it is that, uh, you know, that you think you need to, to do something to this lineup. So whether it's just a free agent signing or somebody in the trade market, you know, there's, there's definitely options out there for sure. Yeah, there is. And I mean, I don't want to take like a too much of a turn to negative town because this whole show has been absolutely negative. Um, <laughs> so on a more positive note, what, how do you feel? Like, what, what do you feel the Red Sox need to do? Whether what, what are their next steps and how do they dig themselves out of this hole to be in a good spot for July? Because in June, it's pretty much May and June is pretty much going to be be like like trying to catch up and make up ground at this point. What you're seven and a half games out of first. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're going to be playing catch up for those at least a month and a half. The next month. Do you think maybe, I mean, I know, I know a lot of their schedule coming up here in the next few weeks is, you know, is away from the AL East. So you're seeing, you know, different teams, different players that you don't normally see throughout the year. So, um, do you think at all like that might be something that could maybe help them snap out of this funk, get away from the division, see different teams, and uh, and hopefully that could be something that could maybe contribute to get you know snapping themselves out of this? Yeah, I do. I do. I think I do. Yeah, no, I, I can agree with that. I think you know, really, at the end of the day, the best thing that this team can do is actually just start playing to their ability. You know, any move that you're going to make isn't really going to be super substantial it's going to set more of a statement than anything else than on the field but you just need your guys to actually play and uh you know feel like there's that uh, connection in the clubhouse so that's really what it's going to take more than anything you know mo- hopefully you can have a good homestand coming up here against the angels and white Sox, and you know maybe have a nice walk-off hit maybe have a nice go ahead home run in the eighth inning uh maybe just have a like a complete game shutout from yeah. maybe someone like Nady Evaldi uh, coming up. I mean, you kind of just need that strong win. And I think that's really going to help turn the page more than any, you know, type of transaction, even though I just said that, you know, they kind of do need a statement one. The <laughs> biggest thing is going to be actually right. performing on the field. No, I, I, I mean, I agree. Like you're not, you're not going to actually improve your team enough where it's like this made it like this made a difference. Like if if you make a transaction, it's not going to improve your team to where it's going to say you can point to it and be like that was the reason for them, you know, winning thirteen of sixteen. You know, like it's not going to be like that. It's it's going to be maybe a transaction sends a statement, like you said, Jack, but it's not going to be like enough. It's going to be they just have to play better and they just have to win games and they need to have some momentum, right? Momentum is real. Yeah. It is a real thing. And it is a good thing for teams that are in a dogfight of 162 game season where they did not play, you know, the majority of spring training. Um, that's what they need. They just need some momentum. They need some good wins, some happy wins. You know, they need to hear, here's, here's some dirty water and yeah. Yeah. Have some fun, you know. They're not having fun. No one's having fun right now. The fans aren't having fun. The management's not having fun. The coaching staff isn't having fun. The players aren't having fun. No one's having fun. So yeah. they just gotta have some fun. Yeah, it's all about fun. F U N. SpongeBob said it. Yep. Um, SpongeBob. 
you know, I think the frustrating thing is that, you know, we've seen how well this team can play. And we still, I mean, I think you guys can agree, too, this team can still win and win at a high level and, and play well. Um, and I think that's the that's the most frustrating part of it all is because you know what what these guys are capable of doing. And it's just not clicking. It's just not they're not they're not doing it right now. And and that's the most frustrating part, um, you know, because these guys are very much capable of, of stringing wins together and they can you know, they're right in they're right in it for the division. Like this team can win. They can win a division. They can win games. Um, and they can make a deep run, and I think that's just the, the most frustrating part is you're not getting it from them right now. And um, I, I think you know, hopefully this homestand you'll see that, and in, in in you know it'll it'll head in the right direction. Yeah, you got the stopper, Michael Walker on the mound next, and the Yankees and the Blue Jays are going to battle it out with each other. Hopefully, they beat each other up. You got the Angels at home. You got the White Sox, who got off to a very, very similar start as yep. the Red Sox. I mean, they're eight and thirteen. Everyone's kind of wondering the same thing about the White Sox as they are the Red Sox. Um, so these are two teams that are in desperation mode. Then, you know, you go to Atlanta to play another team that is in a, a very similar situation as the Red Sox and the White Sox. They are ten and thirteen. Where, I mean, they don't have as much pressure. They just won a World Series. So no one's really talking about that. But this is another team that's kind of like, all right, we got to start figuring out. Now it's May, yeah. you know. So you got some pretty vulnerable ball clubs. And then you go to Texas where they're 8-14. and 14. Then, you know, you go to you play the Astros. That's going to hurt. The Mariners are a good team. So I mean, we don't need to go over the entire schedule for the year at this point, but uh, <laughs> well, okay. yeah. well, that's what you yeah, have. Really. And, then, and then we're going to be facing the Orioles in October and uh, we're going to be facing, you know, <laughs> the right. Kansas City Royals in, uh, you know, like July. Um, You're right. I was just no, going uh, over. I was just going over May. I was going. Over I know. I know. I, yeah. uh, I, if you haven't noticed, I'm a complete asshole. So no, no, no. I, I but I, I do agree. But uh, but yeah. So that's it. I think one of the worst things, too, is the Yankees have won like eight or nine in a row. They're not running away with the division because it's only, you know, May 1st right now. But, you know, it doesn't help that you're six and a half, seven games out from them right now. It's already ground that you have to cover up. And we saw last year, you know, literally a game or two was the difference between playing at Fenway Park versus Yankee Stadium in that wild card series. So, these matter just as much as, you know, games in um, August, September, October. And um, you're going to have to really make up that ground in May and June to kind of see where the team's going to be at in terms of the trade deadline, in terms of, you know, what you're going to do with Xander Bogarts, what you're going to do with a whole lot of other guys on the team. So right now is honestly as critical a point of the season as we're going to see for the entire year. Yep. I agree. The month of May is going to be big. This could be a big turning point of the season this, this month. I'm not ready to give up yet. I'm not ready to give up yet. Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm pretty pissed. Yeah. If we keep playing like this, then it's really going to start getting harder and harder. So now is the time you have to, like I've been saying, turn that page and, 
you know, kind of start the season over in that uh, type of regard. We're going to be big mad, as the kids say. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> big depressed, as big I am. depressed. <laughs> Thanks. Though, uh, we got to, I mean, dude, the 99, when they're, the kids are not eating right now. Yeah. Let me tell you, kids are not eating. Thanks, Obama. I haven't heard that joke before, so thank you. Yeah. I figured you'd like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My, our son Jack is starving right now. I know. <laughs> I feel like that Patrick meme, like, can't you see I'm going to starve now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thankfully for the eight people that watch on YouTube, I am not going to show my tummy. But uh, you, you get the idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. I don't think we need. If you're, to, uh... if you're listening, then yeah, I did show my tummy. But... <laughs> yep, he did. Yeah, we saw it. We saw it for sure. Yep. We saw it. We all saw it. <laughs> but you know, big big week ahead of us here. Hopefully, we can uh, you know get a nice series against the uh, the Angels. Is Zotani pitching, Jack? This uh, I think he should be. It's a matter of which day. I, I actually am trying to go to one of those games. And um, I also have tickets to that 11.30 a.m. game next Sunday on Mother's Day. What yeah. the absolute fuck is that? Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I, that, is that a, is that one of the uh, Apple games? Peacock. Uh, uh, oh, Peacock. Peacock. Okay. Yeah, yep. it's gonna Me be the thought. first one of them too. So like, even worse because like, I I'm not gonna. And it's perfect that I already have tickets to the game because I don't care about any of the other games on the rest of that schedule. I'm like, okay, I can do without these. These games just don't exist for me anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's at fucking le- ridiculous. At least yeah. you'll get to see the uh, the nice icy Mother's Day fits. Yeah. So if you're listening and you want to go to the game with me, just like let me know. Like, are, are, if you are you guys free? I'm not. No, I got softball. Yeah, I figure because it's Mother's Day. I didn't realize that. <laughs> like, I, I I love my mom. I'm, I'm you know 500 miles away, so like it doesn't matter if I go see a baseball game. I'm gonna call her probably eight fucking Bud Lights deep after the game, but. <laughs> You know, it's the thought that counts. I already got her a gift and everything. It's fine. But it's hard. It's hard finding people to go. If you can't exactly. find any, yeah. if you can't find anybody, Jack, just FaceTime your mom, put the phone on the seat, and she can watch yeah. the game with you. Yep. There you go. My mom does not care about baseball, like really at all. She she's happy for me when the Red Sox do good, but she's actually been to a few historical games. She was at game 162 with me in Baltimore in 2011 and saw me completely fucking break down. (laughs) And she was also at the Kirk Gibson Dodger game against uh, Dennis Eckersley. She was at that just randomly because it was like 1978 and she was just in Los Angeles or 88. I mean, yeah, like, and like, meanwhile, like the only historic game I've been to is, you know, for my team collapsing. (laughs) <laughs> that's that I, you you did tell me that about your mom being at the kirk kirk gibson game that's pretty cool yeah that's cool yeah all right uh, and, well and, uh laurie if you're listening happy mother's day yeah happy mother's day to all the moms yeah. out there all yep. the milfs um, yep big milf guys yep how you doing 
I feel like this can be a shorter episode. We 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 already talked about this team fucking too much. Yeah, that's the thing. There's just not much to go over at this point. It's just it's it's a little more of a somber episode. But hey, you know, we'll, we'll, this will be this will be in the in the documentary. Yeah, this, this episode. This, will be this episode will be. Yeah. How yeah, we're we're not on, running on April first, right? On April. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. It's May first, yeah. right now. But by the time this episode comes out, it'll be May second. So on May second, how bad it was for the Boston Red Sox. This will be in the documentary when we win the World Series. This is going to be in the DVD. Yeah. I, I love this part DVD. of the DVD. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> this will be on the Red Sox uh, World Series VHS video. Yeah, <laughs> you can buy it at your local. You can get at your local uh, blockbuster. Yeah. Shaw's and Star Market. Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully we turn around this week. Hopefully next week is a a, a bit uh, a much more uh, joyful episode. Yeah, I'm confident. Yeah, I think it will be. We'll, we're we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna manifest I think we're, we're going to be doing a, a whole great Mother's Day episode next Sunday or whenever yeah. we end up doing it. Yeah. No. Uh, we'll be like, I can't believe we won seven games in a row, even though we only played six. It's quite <laughs> <remarkable>. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Oh, man. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. I'm in the corner watching Peace. you sister. No, 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 no. no.